Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to Sadie, who is from Chicago, Illinois. Hello to Lee. Hello to Finley, who is three years old, and Harper, who is five years old. And hello to Caitlin. I'd like to say happy birthday to Reed, who is turning five on March 30th. And happy birthday to Derek Gonzalez, who lives in Davenport, Florida, and is turning eight on April 1st. Happy birthday to you both. I hope you have a wonderful day. Shoutouts and birthday wishes are one way we give thanks to our supporters. If you would like to support us and receive more bedtime entertainment like this, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org support. Thank you. This is another episode about our little bear, Bernice. Papa had to go to work and stay late, and he missed dinner with Bernice. Papa feels very sad that this happened, and when he goes to check on Bernice, he tells her all about it. Papa Bear Comes Home Late It was late when Papa Bear walked in the front door of their small house in Bearville. He walked on his tippy toes into the kitchen where Mama Bear was eating some ice cream with honey on top. You don't need to be so quiet. Bernice is fast asleep, she said. She waited and waited until she couldn't keep her eyes open any longer. Papa Bear sighed. He had promised Bernice that he would always be home for dinner, no matter what. But an emergency at work meant that he had to go to the office today, and he had stayed late. He even missed spaghetti night with ice cream and honey for dessert. Papa Bear gave Mama Bear a kiss and went to Bernice's bedroom to check on her. He tiptoed in the door and walked over to her bed in the dark, hoping to give her a good night kiss. But Bernice wasn't there. Where could she be, he thought. So he walked over to the closet and checked inside. No little bear there. Then he walked over to her dresser opened each drawer one by one, and still, no little bear in there. Finally, he looked in the corner where she had made a little tent. But again, no little bear in there. Now Papa Bear was starting to get concerned, but there was one last place he hadn't looked. Before he could look under the bed, he heard a giggle. Bernice, Papa Bear whispered, why are you not in bed sleeping? And why are you hiding under your bed? 
Hi, Papa, Bernice said with sleepy eyes. I missed you at bedtime, and so I couldn't sleep. Even though Mama read me three books and turned on stories and turned off the lights, I just couldn't sleep without my Papa Bear hug. So I decided to crawl under the bed with my flashlight and look at my books while I waited for you. Oh, Bernice, said Papa Bear as he lifted her up from under the bed and put her back under her covers. Let me tuck you in so you can get all comfy. Would you like me to get Twigga for you? He seems to be hiding inside your tent. Yes, please, Papa. I don't want Twigga to be lonely. Why weren't you home today, Papa? We missed you at dinner time. I ate two plates of spaghetti today. Mama said that I ate almost as much as you would, and that if I continue eating like this, I will grow up to be bigger than you in no time. You might, Bernice. You might be stronger than Papa when you grow up. You can be anything you want to be if you try. I'm sorry I wasn't home today, and I had to work so late. There was a problem at work that was best solved at the office. Oh, I see. What kind of problem, Papa? Was it a big problem or a little problem? Asked Bernice. Hmm, I guess you could say it was a big problem. Well, at least it wasn't a super duper big problem. That wouldn't be good. You're right, said Papa with a smile. Did the problem make you sad, Papa? I don't want you to be sad. Thank you, Bernice. I wasn't sad. We just made a mistake on a project, and we had to work a little bit harder today to fix it. Well, Papa, making mistakes is okay. It's how we learn, right? You are correct, little bear. Now, it's time for you to go to sleep. It's very late, and you need your sleep so you can have the best day tomorrow. Okay, Papa, but I would probably go to sleep super fast if you told me a story. Could you tell me a story, Papa? Maybe the story about the brave little bear named Boo Boo and her friend the dragon Kai Kai? Okay, little bear, but you have to cuddle up with Twigga and close your eyes. So Bernice got cozy with Twigga and closed her eyes. Once upon a time, in a world full of magic and fun, there lived a brave little bear named Boo Boo. She lived in a large castle at the edge of a mystical forest. And in this forest, there were unicorns, fairies, gnomes, and all manner of insects, birds, and animals. It was a wonderful place. Now, if you can remember, Boo Boo was the smallest in her family and had two older brothers named Barney and Barry, who were big and strong. Though they would sometimes tease Boo Boo, 
they all got along very well, and Boo Boo would often try to do the same things they did. Sometimes she could, sometimes she would fail, and sometimes when she tried hard enough, she could do these things even better. Trying hard made her confident and brave, though sometimes maybe a little too brave. Like when she helped what looked like an angry, fire-breathing dragon who had a cold get better. And then her and Kai Kai the dragon became the best of friends. Spring had come early to the mystical forest and Boo Boo and Kai Kai were out for a walk. The flowers and trees were all showing new signs of renewal and the forest was soon going to be full of even more color. Despite enjoying her walk with her friend, Boo Boo looked a little sad. What's wrong, Boo Boo? You look a little sad today. Aren't you enjoying exploring the mystical forest? Asked Kai Kai. Oh yes, Kai Kai. I love walking in the forest, talking to all our friends and playing games with them. And now that spring is coming, everyone seems to be in a better mood, especially the birds who are always singing. But why the frown then? Well, Barney and Barry got to go to the festival at the meadows across the far mountain range, and they hope to be able to fly one of the new gliders that they will show at the fair. Papa says I need to be patient, that I am still too young and small to fly on a glider, and that I should wait until I grow a little bit. Wouldn't you be afraid of flying, Boo-Boo? being so high up in the sky? asked Kai Kai. I don't think so, Boo Boo replied. I have often dreamed of being able to fly like the birds and seeing the mystical forest in a whole new way. And besides, if my brothers can do it, I bet I can too. Kai Kai thought about this as they continued walking until they came upon a large clearing in the woods, where they and all the other animals of the mystical forest would often come to rest and talk. Boo Boo sat on her favorite log while the butterflies played on her nose. Hmm. Well, Boo Boo, I was thinking. You know that I can fly. And, well... Maybe I could take you for a ride. This is a perfect place to take off safely from, Kai Kai said, not knowing how she would answer. Really, Kai Kai? Could you? Boo Boo said now standing up more than a little excited. If you won't be scared and promise to hold on to my mane really tight. I promise I will, and I won't be scared. So Kai Kai got down low to the ground so that Boo Boo could climb up on his neck, just behind his head. Are you comfortable? Kai Kai asked. I am. Holding onto my mane real tight? I am, 
said Boo-Boo, with only a tiny bit of nervousness in her voice. All right, then. Up we go. Kai-Kai slowly started to gently fly up higher and higher, above the treetops and just below the bottoms of the fluffy white clouds. Wow, Boo-Boo yelled. This is so amazing. Let's keep going. Kai-Kai flew for a while, swooping above the treetops of the mystical forest, allowing Boo-Boo to see her world from a whole new perspective. As she was flying, all the animals of the mystical forest looked up at her in amazement. She was flying with a dragon, so high up in the sky. She was such a brave little bear. While they were out for their short flight, Kai-Kai always made sure that Boo-Boo continued to hold on tight and that he didn't make any sharp turns that might make her uncomfortable. Oh, Kai-Kai, this is everything I dreamed it would be. It's so fun, and the world is so beautiful from up here. And look at the unicorns. They look so small. Boo-Boo laughed as she waved to them, and they waved in their way back. As they continued to fly across the mystical forest towards the meadows where the farms were and where in the distance she could see the nearby town, Kai-Kai noted the change in the temperature of the wind and the gray clouds in the distance. Looks like we need to make our first flight together a short one, Kai-Kai said. I think I see some rain showers coming and I wouldn't want you to get wet. But I have an idea. How about I drop you off at your room and then you don't have to walk in the rain? That sounds perfect, Kai-Kai, said Boo-Boo. So Kai-Kai flew across the green meadows to the edge of the mystical forest where Boo-Boo's castle was and ever so gently flew to her bedroom window. You can climb over my head, Kai-Kai said. And Boo-Boo did just that. And when she was inside her bedroom, she put her arms around Kai-Kai's big nose to give him a great big hug. Thank you for being such a great friend, Kai-Kai. Thank you for being such a good friend, Boo-Boo. And with that, Papa Bear got up and said, Love you, little bear, as he gave Bernice a kiss on the forehead. And that is the end of this episode. Good night. Sleep tight.